Welcome to I'll Tell You, the wedding podcast. Join us, Jenny and Richard, as we navigate wedding trends and bridal dilemmas, including juicy gossip from behind the scenes in the wedding industry. We'll be spilling all the tea and arrival drinks on our do's and don'ts for your big day. Hey, welcome back everyone. How are we? How are we, Jenny? I am good. I am good. good. How are you? You don't sound good. I am. (laughs) (laughs) Bloody am. (laughs) I'm Cumbrian, me. Did you not know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hey, bag over. (laughs) I'm I'm good. I'm good. I am... I've had quite a chill day, but I'm good. Yeah. Busy with the admin. Not many flowers, which is a bit sad, but good. Oh. What's your rose been of the week, then? Uh, my rose of the week is that I've ordered... Well, I had a sample of, and now I've ordered some new props. And they're coming from Italy. So hopefully, they'll be... Are they sending pasta? I wish. No, they're not, <laughs> they're not sending pasta. They're sending... Um, oh, I'll keep it secret, but they're sending something quite snazzy for table table arrangements mm. so it should be quite good the thorn of the week for me is a big fat electricity bill that i thought i'd paid that i hadn't paid and now i've paid and i feel like oh it's just took my left arm off how did you think you'd paid it though oh there was some confusion with the landlord in the studio and i thought she was paying and she thought i was paying and then now it's, it was actually oh, me. Wait, I, thought, I, I hope my <laughs> landlord pays my electricity <laughs> That's a dream. I thought it was included in the tenancy agreement. What? But she read it wrong, I read it wrong, and then now we're here. So it doesn't matter, really. <laughs> it's and I'm up to date. <laughs> oh, God. What is your rose and thorn of the week? So my rose is that we have moved into our new studio. Yes, and um, it's gorgeous. I personally, I'm not one for actually blow my own trumpet but I think it looks pretty damn good and I'm yeah, very proud of it actually and it's very rare that I say that about myself so um yeah yeah I'm good. actually really proud of this place absolutely love it there's a few things that I want to do to improve it and stuff there's a little bit of stock and stuff that I'm still waiting as well from America um but yeah it's really good I'm really good. happy with it and what's your thorn what's been the shitter over the week <laughs> Probably my BAT submission. Yeah. Yeah. Not nice. That's always a downer. Not good vibes. I preferred it before I was BAT registered, but in the bridal <laughs> industry, uh, you struggle not to be. Um, and before anyone thinks that I'm absolutely rolling in it, VAT is actually based on what comes in. So it, it's technically it's based on the value of um, whatever you sell. So obviously dresses are high value so when they come in i'm i'm having to spend high value and there's high value coming in as well it's not profit <laughs> if only that was the case <laughs> <laughs> we'd be on holiday yeah i wouldn't be here right now <laughs> i'm in the seychelles <laughs> our first week is about dresses um so I'm going to interview Jenny about where she thinks trends are going um, the bridal process of getting a dress, uh, how she works with her clients and so on. <laughs> Interesting. <of> all, yes, <laughs> first of all, I want you to tell me your ideal client and describe the bridal shop. What a tough question. That is a tough question because I don't, 
I don't know if there is ever an ideal client. I'd say that I just like to almost connect with each other more on a personality basis. So they kind of get me, we get, I get them. But I think with most of my clients, I kind of get that. If you don't kind of connect with me, then that's, I guess... Not my ideal. Yeah, it's what it is. I mean, it's the same with everyone. You can't like everybody. No. Um, How would you describe the dresses you stock? I'd say they were a little bit more modern, fashion forward. I buy for my age. I am 31 myself and I literally go buying and yeah, I just buy what I like. I love fashion myself, so that kind of helps. Not to say that I'm really fashionable. (laughs) Um, I like to think... I know what's happening in the fashion world. Do you buy with people in mind? You know, like you think, oh, that would look good on this type of person or that would be for like a certain type of person or do you just go with what you like? Yeah, definitely. I think that I kind of have to buy with my brides in mind. Um, I'm starting to establish definitely who my brides are there's variations of builds um so i do buy for variations of shapes etc mm-hmm. as well and sizes but yeah definitely i even went to bridal fashion week after a girl had come in and she actually had quite a large chest and she was really struggling to find the cut of dress that would suit her and, and fit her figure i think we got it down to a bit of a t till um I went to Bridal Fashion Week and I said, look, I'm going to go to my designers and I'm going to look for a dress for you. And so I did that. I I went and found a dress for her. I actually loaned it in off the designer because it was a brand new 2024 collection that hadn't been released yet. And she's since purchased it, which is really great. (laughs) Great thing that I'm able to do. And that's not to say that when I loan a dress in, I'm expecting you to buy it. It's 100% not. It's more that I've had you in mind. We've we've talked about cut shape. We've talked about what you like and what you don't like. And then we've got to that final stage where you're like, yeah, this is what I want. And I can go and find that for you. Yeah, fab, (laughs) fab. If we discuss the process of getting married, so just say I've booked my wedding Mm -hmm. and I'm wanting a little dress for my wedding. Real number? Yes, my wedding is June 2025. When am I coming to Bel Air Bridal to start the process of looking? So ideally you've kind of, uh, you've picked your venue and you've got your date in mind. And this isn't a must, but it's ideal. And the reason for that is because you want to be able to know the seasons in which you're buying your dress for. Yeah. Like if you're buying the height of summer, like July, and you're buying a dress with sleeves and it's going to be red hot, you are going to be red hot um, (laughs) unless it's like a tulle sleeve. So you kind of have to have that a little bit in mind. Also as well, like you want to know, will your dress kind of suit your venue? Because when it comes down to like a styling side of it, which you'll know yourself, is that sometimes if you buy a dress before you've kind of booked your wedding, you kind of look a little bit um, out of kilter with the yeah the wedding venue yeah. and it um, sounds a bit pretentious to be like that and it sounds like it's like everything's styled to like the far end of a fart but <laughs> literally it's it can just be like a bit of a juxtaposition to how you've sort of styled your day if you've had your dress all along and then you've decided to go for like some sort of i don't know elaborate like moroccan themed wedding mm. and you're standing there in some english rose silk taffeta 
jumbo giant dress. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not... It just doesn't kind of go together. Um, it's not to say you can't do it. You want kind of like your styling and everything to kind of be a little bit more streamlined than yeah. that. Um, and more like it's a curated look rather than, yeah. oh, we just threw this together and it mm-hmm. happened to be. <laughs> happened to work. Da, da, da. If our wedding is in June 2025, yeah. when when would you suggest we come in? Uh, 18 to 12 months before your wedding. Lovely. So and the reason for that is because uh, some designers can take up to 10 months for their dresses to come in. Yeah. Um. So you just want to give yourself enough time. And then on top of that, you've got seamstress appointments. Um, most dresses that you buy on the market, you'll always buy a size, depending on the designer, because you can buy split size in as well. But you will buy a size, the nearest to you, and then have it altered to you. The, your stylist will advise you on that. So we are here, it's June next year, so it's June 2024, we're here for 12 months beforehand. Mm. <laughs> How do you start looking? Because I think for a lot of brides, it's probably quite daunting to mm. think like, right, okay, so I've chose the shop because I like what the shop stocks. Yeah. But in terms of style that suits me, do you have a little interview process? Do you kind of think, pick out what you like first and try <laughs> it on? How do you go from there? I'm not a normal bridal dress shop. That is kind of uh, the reason why I set up. Like, there's a lot of bridal dress shops out there um, that are very kind of like fussy. Um, they don't let you touch the dresses. They'll make you put gloves on. They'll um, <laughs> only have so many people in the room. Like, and... I've heard not allowed to take pictures. Yeah, not allowed to take pictures. So there's a lot that you're not allowed to take pictures. The reason for that is, and it's in their defence, it's usually contractual with the designers. So the designers don't like us to have pictures taken. I mean, me, I can't stop you. If you get a sneaky pic while I'm in the back, like, I can't stop you. So... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to show anyone anyway because it's all a surprise. Yeah, I mean, I think it's unlikely that anyone's going to ever show anyone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I'm not strict with it. And the reason for that is because I don't think you're going to publicise them, to be quite honest with you. But at the same time... There'd be no point to, really, yeah. when, you think, when you actually think about it. I understand from like a brand point of view, it's probably better for them. But yeah, there'd be no need to. Um, Where are you going to put it? Got my red dress today, everybody. This is it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's certain designers that don't allow it, which I will yeah. kind of speak to you about. But um, other than that, I'm, I'm pretty lenient about it. Um, but yeah, when you first come in, you kind of sit down with me. Um, I don't I do an interview per se. Um, yeah, but a little discussion. Yeah, I have a little look at your booking form, see where you're getting married. Uh, usually I know your wedding venue. Um, I used to do wedding planning, so a lot of the time I know a lot of the venues in the area. I'll also get a feel for the vibe of kind of wedding that you're going for. Um, what's really good is create kind of a bit of a Pinterest board of the styles of dresses that you like the look of. Yeah. They might not necessarily be uh, the dress, but we can get an idea of whether you want that kind of like whimsical ethereal look or whether or not you want that sophisticated kind of like Vogue-esque look. Yeah. Um, and then I'm picking the correct dresses for you. I'll definitely let your family and yourself go up, have a little look, but I will discuss with your family before they go and look to say, look, think of the bride in mind. Don't go picking dresses that you know <laughs> damn right that they are never, ever going to wear. We will definitely put some curveballs in there that they would have never picked. Too many cooks. But 
and it's usually the case is that a lot of the time I do get mums kind of going, oh, I've always dreamt my little girl being in this big princess dress and they're like, Ick. I'm not wearing that. <laughs> I am not wearing that. But like, I will, I will kind of put you in some curveballs anyways, especially when it comes to cut and shape, because that's what I look at first of all. I will ask you about the areas that you're self-conscious of, and then we'll kind of curate and look at different aspects. Um, there's so many options in my bridal studio because they're all fully customizable. There's not hundreds and hundreds on racks that you see, but there's so many options. There's thousands of options, but I will talk you through that depending on what you're liking the look of and say to you, oh, you know what? Actually, you could add a belt in here. You could add a nip in here. You could add boning in here. Like, I will talk to you about that. Yeah, I always think when I, from a styling point of view, when sometimes brides do show me their dress, sometimes they don't. Mm. Um, when they do, you definitely get, if they, you sh they're showing you images of like flowers or tables or stationery. And then once you see the dress, I'm like, right, I know what we're going for now because it's for them, isn't it? So you kind yeah. of know them better than anything really once you've seen the dress. Some brides don't like showing you, but. I know, I mean, personally, I don't really understand it. Because if, you, if you're talking to your wedding suppliers yeah. and you're not telling them. But sometimes they come to the meeting with their fiance. Yeah, I understand that. But I think like from a perspective of a wedding supplier, they kind of need to look at that whole aspect yeah. and the whole finished look to be able to know how and what look you have in your mind as well. So it definitely does help. I mean, I understand if people don't want to, don't want to, end of. Um, I was really awful with my wedding dress. I literally showed everybody but my <laughs> husband i was like it's like this it's like this literally i'd have a drink and i'd be like hey yeah. look at this this is my wedding dress <laughs> everybody look at this oh no <sighs> the dress has become more of a big deal yeah even more so now i think than it, it it always has been yeah but i feel like at the moment it's just with i don't know whether it's instagram or the way people kind of big the dress up it's mm. just become massive a lot bigger I'd say as well, like the good thing about especially maybe showing some trusted friendship groups that you maybe don't want to have the same dress and mm. are actually already engaged as well. It's worthwhile showing them yeah. because at the end of the day, you're then not going to have the same dress. Yeah, unless they're <laughs> um, Yeah, unless they are twats. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want the same. <laughs> yeah. What's really useful is actually um, the more local you are, the easier it is for me to kind of control things. Yeah. Believe it or not. Who's by you going further afield and then going to another dress shop, absolutely fine. Because I, I, I completely understand it. Right. I did it myself. <laughs> yeah. But in actual fact, you're not getting any different to what you would get in your local area. Mm -hmm. Um some obviously they don't stock um near, but if I'm, for instance, my nearest stockist is in like Yorkshire way. So if you're traveling all the way to Yorkshire, yet there's a stockist near close you. Close by. Yeah. And all your friends and family live close by and are possibly going to go to that shop. I couldn't tell you if, what dress that they've bought mm -hmm. and whether they've bought from that same designer. Mm -hmm. So kind of going to the same dress shop is actually more useful than going to different ones. To different ones. Yeah. <laughs> Which a lot of people don't realise. So. Yeah, absolutely. So we've picked the dress mm. and we've ordered it. We've tried it on at our fitting. We love it. Can I it. just say as well, like 
if anyone's out there and they're like, oh my God, I've got so many weeks till my wedding. Um, I don't think I'm ever going to get a dress. You will. You will get a dress. Yeah. I mean, by all means, come pop me a message. Come and see me. I can actually buy stock from Made With Love and it'll come to me within three days. So don't ever panic. I will always reassure you, no matter what. Yeah, and I don't think people realise as well, you've, obviously you pay for it, but like a priority to get it faster yeah, from you, other designers. Yeah, so you can get a rush order on most designers. If they don't do a rush order, that's a bit odd. Um, all designers pretty much do them. So when if someone is trying to push you into the sale of a dress, say, oh my God, you've only got this many months to buy a dress. A lot of the time, if you don't mind paying 100, 150 pound, maybe 200 pound um, to give yourself that time, um, to kind of think a little bit, um, that you can do that. They're never not going to sell you a dress. Just remember that. So we've got the dress. Yeah. What are we doing with it when we get home? And what do we do with it on the wedding day? Or the wedding the night before? <laughs> so ideally you want to store it somewhere that hasn't got smell. <laughs> you don't want to st- store it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't want to store it anywhere that is. <laughs> 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 yeah just somewhere that's dry uh tend to like just open the bag ever so slightly so the fabrics and that can breathe and then i would probably take the train down and just let it hang until the day but i'd ideally store it somewhere that isn't your own house where your partner would see it yeah and then possibly uh always bag it up like i have these really cool bags which you can actually put over your shoulder like a actually act like a bag okay. as well and they're black, so you can't see the dress at mm. all. I once had a bride whose husband, well, husband-to-be, was clearing out. And it's like, she said a garage, but I feel like it's more than a garage. And it was in a box, like a big box. And he was throwing the dress out and they weren't married yet. Oh, my God. He didn't know God. what it was, but he didn't open it. He said he didn't open it. Were they divorced before they no. <laughs> got married? <laughs> they're married now. <laughs> yeah. He was throwing it out and she was like, what the fuck are you doing with that box? Because she thought he'd opened it. He hadn't. He was like, it just needs to go in the bins. I don't think there's anything in it. She's like, okay. Just took it off him and she hung it up somewhere else. Oh my God. It it must have been a big box for a dress to be in, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. Funny. funny. Hey ho. So we have the dress. We're hanging it up the day before the wedding. Are we doing anything particular with it? Are we doing anything specific? Completely depends on the fabric of your dress. So a crepe dress, always make sure that you steam it um, one or two days before your wedding. Um, you don't want to be doing it on the morning of. Sweaty work. Steaming it's sweaty is work, sweaty. but also as well, like, why would you want that stress? Like, absolutely not. Um, I've done a few TikToks and stuff on steaming dresses. Um, you can have a little look at those. So my advice always with a crepe dress is you actually need to touch the dress with a steamer. Um, people don't realise this. They're too scared to. Most dresses are synthetic now anyways. So you won't actually cause damage to them. Yeah. I touch all of my dresses with my steamer. Yeah. I know obviously I'm a little bit more confident in it. But yeah. <laughs> steaming clothes is scary. I, w- I would steam your dress for you, but the fact is, is that most people travel to their venue anyway, so it would just be crushed by the time you got there. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit pointless. Yeah, definitely. Um, if your wedding venue actually does a steaming service, and definitely take them up on it, mm-hmm. but make sure they've got insurance. <laughs> and they know what they're doing. <laughs> and know what they're doing. Yeah, but I will always show you, even when you have your collection appointment, I will show you how to steam your dress, depending on the fabric. But, yeah. 
And also make sure that you steam your bridesmaid dresses the day before too. Yeah. So many people do it on the day, oh, especially so a satin. Because if the steamer uh, gets slightly damp on a satin, you will see like the drip marks and stuff still because they won't have dried fully. Yeah. Um, so you need to make sure you've done it the day before. Satin <laughs> dresses, I give bridesmaids bouquets and say, be careful, it might be wet. It's never wet, but like it could be a little bit damp and mm. there's always one. I get it on a satin dress. I'm like, mm, <laughs> I did tell you. <laughs> and it's like, in all the photos, I think the photographer looks at me like, for fuck's sake, because that needs edited out now. And it was obviously yeah. an hour's work for every picture. It's not the end of the day, is it? Because the photographer can edit it out, but it is, um, yeah, but you're it's hard work for a photographer. <laughs> yeah. I must admit, you're giving them a job before they've even started. So <laughs> Absolutely. It's like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. So I'd say like when you're booking your bridal appointments, you can book as many as you want, but if you go any more than three, you're going to end up dress blind. Um, bamboozled. Yeah, completely bamboozled. If you also, well, also as well, you've gone to the first dress shop and you've gone, actually, I absolutely love that dress. I love it. What are you waiting for? What are you looking for? Don't get FOMO because... The more dresses you kind of add to the pile, the more overwhelmed and confused you're going to get. Definitely if you go to the first one, you're not 100% sure, you go to the second one and then that makes you sure of the first one, for instance. Just go back to the first shop. Don't be bamboozling yourself with loads and loads of different dresses. Would you um, advise picking a shop for the style that you like or would you advise looking for designers and then going where they're stocked? How would you navigate before your appointment so before your appointment have a little look on instagram and stuff get a feel for the style of dress you like the look of and you think would work for you also look at the boutique if you've got the aesthetics of something who has got the most garish wallpaper um is like full of glitter and you want a really simplistic like kind of vogue-esque dress you go into the wrong shop um (laughs) i think sometimes shops don't maybe just don't know how to brand themselves no they don't but at the same time that's that's their problem that's an issue as well (laughs) yeah yeah i I think you really really need to look at those key points as well because a lot of the time there's a lot of dress shops out there that have so many different styles which is absolutely fabulous because you can go there and you'll always find something but at the same time you'll be absolutely bamboozled by the amount of dresses that are there also as well, just because people have got a large amount of dresses doesn't mean they're current season. They could be from, say, 2020 and they've still got them on the racks. Yeah. So don't ever be fooled by that. Yeah. So <laughs> I also think as well, if a shop has like a really good curated group of dresses where they're kind of mm. ticking a lot of boxes, but within the same style. Yeah. I think that kind of... yeah. Obviously, I'm never going to try a wedding dress on, but I think I would appreciate that more than we've got princess, we've got slip dresses, we've got fishtail whip do you know what i mean if you've got like yeah. every single style you've got boho you've got hollywood glamour you've got and there's like everything in one shop like yeah. you say it can be overwhelming it can be overwhelming i mean it's not to say those dress shops don't do well they obviously do well at what they do otherwise they wouldn't still be here but definitely i would look at what your style is get a little bit more of your aesthetic and what you like and then find those shops that do that but i would say that my shop is a little bit more simplistic like i don't do masses and masses of glitter that is like my biggest ick so 
that's not to say that you can't do glitter. I do glitter, but I do it in more of a classy kind of like sophisticated way. That's how, yeah, yeah, it's more of a refined way that I do yeah. it rather than it, boom, like glitter, glitter everywhere. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, Party definitely. <laughs> but everyone has their own style. It's not to say that what I'm saying is um, wrong. It's just everyone has their own style, like anyway. It's like the same with floristry, isn't yeah. it? Everyone has their own type of floristry. Yeah. You will pick your own florist over what kind of style and yeah. look you, pick, you like. You pick your florist or your stylist based on their previous work, I think. Like, I often think there's no point coming to me with something super constrained, something super uniform, because that's just not, I don't, I just don't do that. I can't do it, to be honest. It just doesn't gel with me, and I've just never been good at doing it, to be honest. So there's no point coming to me for it. Yeah. I know that sounds like I'm kind of digging myself into a hole, but if I'm not good at it, I'm not going to promote it because that's not what I do. But I think people appreciate that, though. Yeah, and you attract the right clientele by what you put out there yourself. Don't try and mould your um, wedding supplier to what you want. Go and find what you want and via a wedding supplier that actually does it. And they'll like, do it really well. Yeah, and they'll always do it really, really well rather than trying to mould your current supplier to what you want. It just yeah. doesn't work that way, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> within every episode, within every topic that we're going to do, we're going to do a quick fire round. This loves to be with us, our guests, and whoever pops their head into the podcast. <laughs> so with dresses, I will begin... Um, where we are? A lace fabric or crepe fabric? Crepe. Long dress or short? Short. Should I have two dresses? If you can afford it in your budget, yeah. Or alter the dress you've got for a second look. Yeah, like customise it a bit yeah. more for night time. Veil, are we having a veil or are we not? Veil all the way, cathedral. Yeah, definitely. Who should I bring to my appointment? Bring people that are not too opinionated, but will mm. tell you the truth. Uh, are we going fitted or are we going A-line? Oh, I love fitted. Heels or flats? Heels. Do you know why I say heels? Right. I understand that some people are taller than others. Even if you have a small heel, it, it changes and alters your posture. You, you stand so much prouder naturally. Okay. So next question. How many is too many for bridesmaids? Any more than six. Okay. Now, yeah, that's really going to go down like a lead balloon. I imagine with some no, people. I understand why people have more. Yeah, and especially if you've got a big friendship group and they're mm -hmm. all really good friends, you've all grown up with each other. I mean, yeah, it's each to their own. That's my opinion. <laughs> Bridesmaids, are we doing matching or mismatched? Mismatch. Even have them in a suit, please. <laughs> yeah, lovely. Does a wedding dress always have to be white? No, but preferably. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have. <laughs> good, good, good. Well done, well done. Just going back to... Who should you bring to your appointment? Do we think we should bring family, bridesmaids, somebody who you trust? What What would be your opinion on that one? Bring someone who knows you as a person, your personality. But don't bring people who are really going to put you off something that you love. For instance, just because they're your mum doesn't mean they're right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like... Uh, might throw a bit of a big spanner in the works for a lot of people. And I know that some mums might be a little bit offended by the fact that they've not been called to come to dress shopping. But my advice is to 
possibly bring your mum back to see the dress after you've picked it. Yeah, try on. Yeah, because the thing is, is that once you've picked it, you don't really want them to put you off it. Mm-hmm. And so you want them to love it as much as you. And if they're obviously a loving mother, then they're never going to be negative about something that you love. Yeah, that's, that's a good shout, I suppose. You obviously said that you've been to um, Bridal Fashion Week. Yeah. What trend do you see come in for next year, the year after? What did you see there that you thought this is going to be big or a lot of people were doing it? Or So at the moment, the biggest trend is probably minis. I see a lot of them. I absolutely love them. Um, I just think that a lot of people are a little bit scared to go down the mini route still. I think for a mini... Offer a short dress. People are under the sort of impression that if it's a big wedding, it's a big dress. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes they might think, I know you're not buying a dress for anybody else, but they might think that guests will be a bit underwhelmed if they've just got a mini dress on. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I think there's kind of times and places for a mini dress. Definitely a mini dress for an evening occasion or even the day before is quite cute as well or the day after after. because a lot of the time there's like kind of a three-day event now for weddings i'm not saying there will be there wasn't for myself (laughs) but it's not a half two um it's just a kind of yeah it's a big option it's a big thing that i see come in but as well like i love the fact that you can wear even like a bridal suit now as well over night time especially if you're a big dancer get a jumpsuit on over night time so you can really like kind of let loose on that dance floor um i'd be like (laughs) (laughs) imagine i'm like bambi on ice that would not be me (laughs) so um but yeah the biggest thing that i probably saw that i can really see coming back now i really see fishtail coming back it's making a a big comeback fishtail proper fishtail yeah Yeah, it, it, it is making a big comeback as well as capes as well and i also think hats bridal hats (laughs) <laughs> we were talking about this the other day and i was like like parent trap yeah when she had the bridal hat on yeah. and it was fantastic that is a core memory as a child for me of her wearing a fucking white top hat with a veil it was bloody can you not imagine that Elizabeth like, James I bridal. literally in my mind i have this picture of like say a really cool like puffed arm mini dress with like a floppy white hat with like a veil wrapped around it i think it just really looks so cool yeah it will. with maybe even a pair of like gloves on uh, yeah. I think that look is, is like, it's just like <laughs> very impressive. I think there's very much like a 90s vibe coming back yeah. in the bridal industry, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think it's in every industry, but yeah, definitely. I think yeah. it's going to be, yeah, let's get the hats out. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> let's start with the hats. Good, good, good. We are going to review a celebrity wedding from the land that time forgot each week. For the first one, oh my God, have you watched the documentary, the Beckham documentary? No. You need to watch it. It's absolutely brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. Victoria Beckham, I need to meet that woman or be that woman. I love her anyways. I've not even watched it and I love it. She is hilarious and she doesn't realise, well, she probably does, but I think she doesn't realise how funny she is because she's just great on it. So if we just have a little look back down memory lane at their wedding. Their wedding was in 1999 and cost £750,000 up to... Holy macaroni! Up to (gasps) 1.5. No, sorry, £1.2 million. The couple wore white... Shit the bed. (laughs) Beckham wore a white suit um, with Victoria in the white dress. She also had three, like, 
big apples in a bouquet. So it wasn't that long ago that I had a bride say to me, I want my bouquet like Victoria Beckham. And we did do it because it <gasps> looked fucking amazing. But at the time I was like, you want the apples? She was like, I want the apples. And they were fucking no amazing. Way. I loved it. At I the time that. I was like, this is going to be mental, but it was good. It was good. The best part of the Beckham wedding was the purple outfit. I'll just show Jenny here. Oh my god! That they got changed into. That's Cadbury purple. I need to see what color they are, where they're from. Cadbury purple, um, my worst nightmare. No, it gets worse. It gets worse. To top it all off, Brooklyn was born at the time, and he had on a purple cowboy hat, and he was <gasps> around six months old. Oh my god, that's ridiculous! Isn't that fucking brilliant? These are coming back as well. Like you see all the flowers on the the shoulder here. Yeah, like I feel like a lot of those are like kind of making a bit of a comeback. Oh my god, that is brilliant, isn't it? Well, I wouldn't do it myself, but it's hilarious. <laughs> they look like one of those big Cadbury purples. <laughs> mm, lovely. <laughs> you know the sweets. Yeah, they do. Fantastic. Everyone was there. Do you think they were endorsed by Cadbury's? (laughs) They looked like they were. They were in Hello Magazine. I was like, okay. It was one of them. Yeah, but Victoria doesn't dress like that at all anymore. She should. She should bring it back. She should bring it back. Yeah, but I feel like she does that. I don't know. A lot of her fashion sense is... She's too cool for school oh, now. Oh, definitely. Too cool. I seen an interview over the other week and she was like, yeah, because when I was a Spice Girl, I was like, no, you still are. You will always be a Spice oh, yeah. Girl. You're never going to be not one. Spice up my life. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Victoria. when I was a kid, I had, um, my dad had gone away working and he'd got this photo from a photo booth. Um, he'd stood in the photo booth. And it was like you were with them. He was with the Spice yeah. Girls. He came home and gave it to me and, and I lost my shit. Yeah, but you were I choked. lost my absolute shit. <laughs> I took it to school and showed everyone. I was like, my dad met the Spice Girls. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. And then this girl nicked it and mm. nipped it up. What did she want it for? <laughs> Boo hoo. <laughs> That's weird. That's weird. How are we rounding it up? Well, I think we've come to the end, guys. We could go on forever. Yeah. Well, you could go on forever about dresses. We will bore you of our long-winded conversations. Next week, we will be discussing all things styling, such as flowers, candles, stationery, table runners, tablecloths, plates, charge plates. All right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we'll go through all of that. That is us done. Yeah. Um, And then we'll have some special guests on. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you. If you've got to this point, thank you for listening. And we will see you next week. Bye. See ya.